Hey everyone across the world and welcome to Inside SAP S4HANA about manufacturing performance with Cloud ERP. I am Markus, Markus Oertelt, and I'm so excited to have Dr. Timo Böhm, Project Manager, Smart Press Shop GmbH, and Henrik Rote, Managing Director, also from Smart Press Shop GmbH, on the show. In this episode, they will reveal all important details of the implementation journey with SAP S4HANA Cloud and SAP Digital Manufacturing Cloud, as well as asking me a very personal question at the end. In episode 75, we talked about the project start. In this episode, we want to go more into details. So, Timo, what were your challenges in your execution phase? We were starting this IT project um, like before COVID, like in, in February. In, in January, February, we really, really started and we had like um, different, different workshops, like um, 15 full day IT detailed workshops. And during like the half of this um, workshops, like, like after I think it was the seventh workshop, we were um, really like meeting COVID um, and, and we had all like, um, yeah, we had to do everything um, since then remotely. So for one year, we were not seeing us um, anymore, only remotely. So we really had to have this kind of project identification with logo, with um, like that, that um, all the people stick together. We had remote team building, like, um, and with, with the total team and, and the, the, the team in, in the end was, was um, pre pretty large actually. Like a lot of um, like smart press shop um, guys, but then we had Schuler, we had some from Porsche, Porsche Werkzeugbau. Um, we had um, like our implementation partner Syntax, um, who implemented everything. Um, a lot of um, them, and then we had even from SAP um, a lot of helpers or, or um, people who who helped us um, to to get like new functionality. Um, working and this is even where we um, um, yeah like Hendrik said like we stick to to the standard or the SAP best practices and um, we really use the SAP activate method and like this is even some of the um, success factors and we really had like um, definite roles and, and key users and um, I think this was even like some parts um, of, of the success um, that we had. Great achievement, Timo and Hendrik. Um, yeah, very, very good. Very agile <laughs> during challenging times. And um, if I would be yeah, a company and I would think about SAP S4HANA Cloud, um, and I would come to you, Timo, or to you, Hendrik, and I would ask you, okay, I heard everything that's working well. Um, what currently do I have to be a little bit careful about or what's not working so well yet? What would you tell, tell me? Actually, like implementing an IT system for all the thousands of processes you run in a business, it's a very complex thing, actually. So sometimes there 
solutions maybe in the software provided, but you don't like them. So, and, and sometimes they really lacks, like there's nothing, no, no functionality to, to meet this. Or um, sometimes there are even things you, know, you think about, like we said, a, a total connected um, factory, but then there is a small gap, thin like a paper, but then you cannot connect two processes to each other. So we, we had some, some issues, some issues or a lot of issues are already solved. And most of the bigger issues are on the roadmap right now. But um, yeah, so um, we, we even had like um, some, some, some um, gaps in, in, in the software that we really want to meet to come this um, to come to a solution which is really a smart solution, not only a solution. And and I think this is what you have to have in mind when we say like or when maybe Hendrik will will mention some some um, things that are not working. That we always talk about the highest standard of of smartness in a factory um, when we when we talk about that something is not working and um, for for example um, I, I had some some issues with the quality integration as an end-to-end -end business scenario that's right yeah this is one of the biggest issues also from my side but at the end you have to see that we have installed a complete new system in a complete new factory with a complete new team. So uh, I, I guess this is very special what we did here. Uh, here was no experience before. Um, may, maybe on one hand, it's an advantage. On the other hand, uh, if you don't have uh, established uh, running processes, it's uh, not, not so easy to implement uh, such a huge uh, yeah, software project. So, so I, I will not say that not all the issues we, we currently have are really based only on SAP. Uh, we, we changed our processes during the installation because we, we saw that maybe the, the theoretical uh, developed processes was not really the best. So we changed uh, or, make, or we made changes and uh, so this uh, influenced also the software. There are some things I would like uh, to have, like a better shop floor management. Um, this this would help a little bit. Um, some 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 smaller bugs where we need uh, workarounds. Uh, also, one one thing I learned during this process is uh, not to react too fast. So if if you try to to follow. Ever the, the the maybe the newest uh, update, the newest version. Um, maybe it's better to to let the the workaround live so long as you as you know that the the update uh, is is really better. And so at, at the beginning we we had uh, with this permanent updates a lot, a lot of trouble with the employees uh, because they did not found any stable processes. Um, and in addition, you know, we changed and changed and changed, and uh, they, they they could not follow. So this is this is something of my learnings. 
uh, I'm, I'm quite sure that in the next uh, couple of months we will stabilize and uh, we will get the, the also the SAP uh, open issues updated in a, in a way that we are um, or that we can really run the system um, very successful. I think this is something what what um, um, what is really important that uh, like when when you build up in a new factory the processes are not fixed in the beginning so like during this agile implementation you will will change a lot because afterwards you know the pro the process is better doing um, this way or not that way and so on and so. I, I think what, what you really have to have in mind that you're dealing with people who are using this IT system in, um, in the end. So for sure, some part is about the digital minds of, of the workers, but it's not only like even Hendrik said, like you don't have like you can change the system more incre incrementally, but if you change the total process, especially on the IT side and after half year, you change it again, and then you change it again, then, then you will lose the people. So you always have to, um, if, if you implement something, you always have to, to even focus on, on the people because they, they are the, the success story in, in the end, actually, um, which are using the IT systems. And this is something what, what is one of the biggest learning, I think, um, what we even had in, in this um, in implementation. Thanks, Timo and, and Hendrik, for yeah, sharing your knowledge and um, what you learned and advising. Also, where SAP can also improve a little bit. And um, yeah, coming to a different topic, maybe if my memory serves you serves me well, I think you were one of the first customers who integrated SAP Digital Manufa Manufacturing Cloud with SAP Svahana Cloud. Can you tell a bit more about that? Yeah, I, I think the, the seamless interaction between the ERP layer with the SAP Cloud Application Service for the SAP S4HANA Cloud Essential Edition, Essential Edition, not, not Private Edition, and the store floor layer with the SAP Digital Manufacturing Cloud is, is um, yeah, a, highlight um, that, that we have because we have this seamless interaction from like the ERP level, MES level down to the track and trace, Schuler track and trace system, which is, an, I would say, an IoT stack um, on, on the shop floor side. And, and this is working together um, seamless. And then we start with a smart coil and, and, and then the coil ID where we already get the information via EDI from our suppliers. And from there, um, we, we start with individual shop floor control objects, um, especially component IDs. They're already generated in, in the plan cutting when we have the plan cutting process. Um, and we have one of the modernst laser um, cutting systems were really flexible from Schuler, and we we applied um, to the to the cut blank by by laser, which ensures complete traceability in the smart press shop process over the entire processes 
from from intermediate storage through forming the, the forming process afterwards in the press line and the quality control to the finished part in, in the warehouse. And there you see the total connection through one or, or um, through through the different IT systems. And this is um, yeah, a very, I, I would say, modern, smart, and it's the basic for for big data and and um, like AI um, or improving um, like OEE or or. Um, Part part quality um, using all this data, <clears throat> so so um, this is like like really really the base. But but you have to to do this um, to to really um, get an advantage out of the data you you will have afterwards. And in in the end, um, the defects are assigned after the forming process. I think this is even one of the highlights. Um, that we have um, where every individual component um, is, is going through a camera tunnel and, and via AI um, the, the errors are detected um, automatically but even like the people who are standing behind um, at the end of line can detect errors man manually so this is an, a hand-in-hand -hand, um, solution and this enables us to, to provide smart defect management and a closed quality control loop to really increase quality and machine availability in the future. And um, yeah, we expect more benefits in the future from, from artificial intelligence and big data methods. And that's why, why we are using um, this and, and we really implement a lot of effort in, in doing this. And I just want to mention that we even have like not only standard functions, but we even have like mobile apps where we where we implemented on the SAP cloud platform, where we really can can assign like um, with one single click, we can um, assign like five different tasks that are um, done just with one single click. So you can really optimize your, your processes. Um, in, in the system. It's nice to hear that you actually improved your user's performance or um, you downsized the clicks in the system with building yeah, your own functionality on the BTP. And also thanks, Hendrik and, and Timo, for elaborating more on the integration between uh, DMC and S4HANA Cloud. If we talk about the future, yeah, what's, what's cooking in the future for a spot press shop? What are, what are the plans? Like our customers change from fuel engines to uh, fully electric cars, also the suppliers has to change. Also, also we have to change. And um, so, the, the right way, I guess, it's um, yeah, more automation, more information, sharing this information uh, with the customer. Therefore, this, this information has to be available uh, everywhere and every time. On the other hand, we have to, to open also for, for um, yeah, not only pressing parts like we do it today, so also for adding to, to our parts uh, um, the, the, the next steps like uh, smaller uh, assemblies 
we we uh, want to deliver in the in the next time. But when we do this, we also have to to uh, go maybe new ways, uh, as as I mentioned. So that it's it will not uh, happen that we install a, a standard uh, assembly cell here in the plant. We 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 will rethink also the assembly uh, and uh, install new new technologies uh, for for assembly cells. So we we enlarge, enlarge our po uh, portfolio, but uh, we will follow the way we started with uh, pressing the parts. And from my point, all, all what I mentioned with uh, special with sharing information and have all information uh, available in a very high uh, quality, SAP supports perfectly going this way. Yeah, I, I think we we already discussed, um, like Hendrik, we already discussed a lot of things in the future, and that's even I wanted to mention that we we already um, implemented so many things in the building, in the IT infrastructure, in in all the things that we we did, like even the um, Hendrik. When when you think about the forklifts, for example, there you always already thought about um, an autonomous forklift and so you already were even implementing small parts of this in in in, in when you ordered the forklifts maybe you want to, to tell us a little bit about that yeah, this is this is uh, one one part uh, of of our ideas that uh, sometimes the, the the perfect the big solution is not or it is yeah, not the cheapest one and so not not uh, efficient for us so we 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 checked here a lot of things uh, maybe what what is the standard what uh, and and what is maximum uh, possible most mostly uh, we would like to have the the maximum but it's the maximum is uh, very often not efficient and so we we uh, have to decide uh, one way is to to flatten the way to get the maximum maybe in two or three years or you use uh, yeah, smaller steps in between and uh, which are efficient uh, and, and special for for the, the example Timo mentioned with the forklifts we uh, so we, we did not decide to implement a fully automated, uh, blank loading systems for uh, system for for instance. So we we go di go this way that in maybe uh, two or three years we will have uh, uh, self-driven uh, forklifts, uh, which will allow us uh, allow us uh, also to um, de deliver the blanks fully automated to the press line, and this is uh, yeah not the the, maybe the, 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 the maximum solution uh, OEM would, would go independent of the cost. So this is the solution we, we are going. But it's the most flexible solution, right? Flexible and efficient solution, yeah. Yeah, and, and cost as co and, 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 um, due to costs, um, like the most cost efficient solution in, in the future. So 
I, I just want to say that there there are a lot of solutions in in what we think about in the future in in terms of automatization um, of of different physical processes, but even of the digital processes or manual processes um, where you like just give informations about, for example, production started, production stopped, um, cost by whom, by what, um, or where you just get feedback, okay, I took one part out of this um, box, for example. So in my point of view, um, in, in the future, it's all about optimization and automatization in terms, especially um, in, in terms of using AI and, and big data, for example, um, quality inspection will will um, or not not only quality inspection but hand uh, like like cameras where um, AI is running on it and you for example um, mount something and in in the background the camera is processing and and feed, giving feedback to um, in, in real time to the IT system that everything was mounted right and um, and all the steps were were done um, or, or done right, and um, which components are consumed, and to to have all this um, even financial data processed in the background, um, not only only financial data but even um, all, all the warehouse data um, and or, or stock data and etc. So, in in my point of view, this will be um, yeah one one of the biggest things in in the future, especially even for for the smart press shop, incrementally improve all the processes more to automatization. But when you build a company, a new company with new people, you need um, in the beginning the manual processes that the people learn how the manual process work. You cannot start directly everywhere with the automated process because in the end, you don't have a backup scenario for a manual thing because nobody is trained and nobody knows how to do it manually. So in, in my point of view, this, this will be one of the biggest um, things in, in the future. And we already set the platform and that, that's what I'm always talking about, that we have everything already set up for um, all, all the different things um, that, that will come in the future. For sure, you have to, to um, you need some, some effort to implement it, but um, we even want to speed up this kind of things, for example, um, we want to show that um, you can implement a visual inspection of a like not not a, this kind of big visual inspection with a lot of different cameras. What we have right now at the end of line, because um, this is like a very special one. But if you have a normal station where you want to have like quality check or you want to count holes or whatever, that you can from the scratch implement such an innovation in one day and that will be really unique if we can show that.
That would be really cool, Timo. And yeah, thanks for sharing your future plans, thoughts, visions, Hendrik and Timo. Very excited. I, I could talk with you guys forever. <laughs> you have so much knowledge. Um, but yeah, if, if we come to an end, maybe what be, or what's one question you wished I had asked you and, uh, how would you have answered? Very, very good, good question. I, I mean, I think we covered already a lot and, um, I think that the main points, um, came, came out, out clear. I even think that we can, we can even talk, um, uh, like for some more hours about, about this project and so on. But, um, I have a more personal question, actually. Um, I, I saw on the internet that you were a former basketball player. Um, yeah. What, what did you think about the last NBA playoffs? <laughs> uh, maybe I should Google myself more often. Anymore. <laughs> Um, the last NBA playoffs, I have to jog my memory a little bit. Um, you, you know, I'm a big Celtic fan. Um, my father-in-law also lives close to Boston. So even if I wanted to, I cannot really support a different team. And, um, yeah, I mean, I was not really pleased that the Golden State uh, Warriors won the title, but to be fair, um, the Warriors were the better team. <laughs> I was uh, really impressed by Steph Curry's performance. I mean, he's also not the youngest guy anymore. And in my opinion, he's the right guy to, yeah, to have won the MVP title. He really deserved it, in my opinion. But also I thought um, the player that made the most difference in the series was actually Andrew Wiggins. Especially in game five, he played great. Um, yeah, overall, I think the, the Warriors were the better team. So let's see uh, for next season what will happen. So Henrik, um, yeah, you also have two uh, Bundesliga uh, teams close to, to Leipzig. Um, so next time, maybe if I'm allowed to visit, I can take you to a basketball game. This evening in the soccer, uh, we are playing uh, in the first Pokal round. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> So I will sit under on the in the television this evening in hopes that we will win. <laughs> I keep my fingers crossed. Um, I think that's a good note to end this episode on. Um, like I said, we could talk forever. I feel like there's so much knowledge from you guys, interesting insights. Thanks again for those great insights and joining today. Thanks, Timo and, and Hendrik. Thank you, Marcus. It was a pleasure. <laughs> and um, yeah, if you all enjoyed today's discussion and would like to learn more, stay tuned for the next one. As always, feel free to drop us an email via insightss 4 at sap.com and let us know which topics are of your interest. Tune in next time and be inside SAP S4HANA. <laughs> <laughs>